0: He wants us to play attractive football, wants us, you know, to get the crowd on our feet. Supports have been magnificent and the singing my name, but I'm happier just thinking about the players.
1: Will it be another Stephen Kenny loving this international window? We've got the best coverage and analysis right here on OTB Sports Radio.
0: OTB Sports.
1: In partnership with AIB.
0: We're now joined by a former Loud star, Darren Clark. Darren, what's the crack with you? All good, Johnny, yourself? I'm good, I'm good. Um, just just looking at uh, the, the, the trip to Ockram for Loud uh, on Sunday, I think it was, wasn't that where Galway won their first backdoor game, the first backdoor winners of the All-Ireland back in the day?
2: That's, I think, right, Johnny, all right, yeah, that's, uh, Ockham's a tricky place to go to, in fairness, so... Uh you know, it'd be good to kind of get down there and get a result on Sunday for Loud from a Loud perspective.
0: Yeah, Loud hoping to create history themselves uh, in terms of the first ever back-to-back uh, promotions for Loud and the progress under Mickey Hart has been something else. I'm just going to quote the um, the Loud chairman, Peter Fitzpatrick. He was speaking when uh, Mickey Hart was given the new contract. Um, I've been involved 40 years at Loud GA and I've never seen the buzz that is there now. They're big words, Aaron.
2: Ah, yeah, in fairness, like, you know, Mickey... I suppose there's no real words to describe the man as uh, and the status he brings to the GA circles and from a, a county like ourselves and loud to see a man like Mickey coming in, you can kind of see the reaction that the players have got, the county has got. Um, it's a really good buzz and and, and Peter is correct on what he's saying. There's a great buzz around the county at the minute and everyone's really looking forward to the match on Sunday and hopefully uh, with a bit of luck we can get a, a result out of Sunday and it'll be a great achievement to go from Division 4 all the way to Division 2 and... You know the the players are really there to, to, at the minute. To, 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 they've got a few great results in the last past few games, and really looking forward to it. And the excitement's building in the weekend at the minute. You
0: know. Yeah, and and what's what's changed since the start of the campaign? It's four wins on the bounce now. A draw will do you in terms of promotion on Sunday, but it wasn't the best of starts, obviously. No,
2: it was a, it was a poor start, Johnny. Actually, I was at the game. I was in our home pitch, in Rd, a really wet, windy day. Um, Leash obviously beat us that day, but. In fairness to Lourdes, they had a couple of goal chances in the first half that didn't go in. And, uh, you know, as, as the old saying goes, uh, goals win games. And the second half, then Leach dominated the game. They got a couple of goals themselves, uh, playing into a strong breeze. Lourdes had an uphill task, uh, did a lot of injuries in the first game. And it was a disappointing defeat, to be honest. And then, obviously, the second day, again, Longford, you know, it, it, it wasn't until the late Samuel Roy Free that rescued the draw and, by all means, the, it was a really poor game and, and, and uh, you know, we're, loud, we're, loud, we're lucky to get out of there with a draw. And to just see the difference in where the two counties have gone from that game is, is, is massive, you know, to see how they've how improved so much. But it's obviously a lot to do with the work that the lads have put in between Mickey Hart and Gavin Devlin over the season that they've got a few lads back in the pitch back playing and things are going really well now in the last couple of games and they've got the results they needed to put them in a really good position for Sunday. And how important has Gavin Devlin been? Oh, massive. Like, uh, talking to a few of the lads involved in our own club and that and, you know, the the intensity and the kind of different levels he's brought to training, I suppose, and to games is is massive and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, the results are there to be seen there at the minute and the uh, lads are really impressed by the training. Uh, they brought that professionalism to the county um, and it, it's really going well, but yeah, Devlin's a major part of, of Mickey's uh, management team, you know.
0: And the, the kind of the year that Samuel Roy has had, it's it's we spoke about it a bit on Off The Ball Aim during the, the week. Um, You know, the, the players that maybe some of the smaller counties getting a chance in terms of stats to actually show what they can do. And it's great to see something like that, isn't it, as well?
2: Ah, like it is. Like, yeah, no, like, in fairness, like, I suppose from Sam's point of view, his stats this year are, are outstanding. Like, he's he's uh, he's top scorer, I think, in the, in the country. Uh, he's been given captaincy by Mickey. So, obviously, Mickey's seen the leadership qualities in him. And uh, he's really standing up to the plate at the minute in regard to the uh, outcome and, and his scores and that so uh, look he's well supported as well there's a lot of really good players around the county they've a big panel uh, there's still a few guys come back mindry and that as well so you know if you can get over the line on Sunday with a draw or a win things will really look up for lad if they get promotion uh, they can kick on then obviously look forward to the championship ahead uh, which which should be an enthralling championship this year Johnny
0: yeah, Gaelic Football and Off the Ball is in partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. You soldiered long and hard for the wee county over the years. And just like, wh- where do you see it now? Because obviously trying to move to a new stadium, I'm more of a League of Ireland man. I know how strong League of Ireland is in the county. And Gaelic Football is probably playing second fiddle in some of the big towns. But like, what are the challenges ahead for you guys?
2: Well, I suppose you hit the nail ahead, Johnny, in regard to the county grounds. Like, there's a major thing that... Our current chairman peter fitzpatrick is driving hard to to, to get a, a county ground we can call our own like for a number of years we were playing out of the draw a gaelic grounds and you know it, it was known by the county board so uh, to have a facility we can call our own is, is a major push and uh i think with the current crop we have coming through there's a really good bunch of fellas coming through at a young age uh and now is the timing is right obviously to go ahead and kick forward and and and, and try and fulfill this stadium um from from a from a perspective then, obviously, with the, with the with the county board, the work that they're doing behind the scenes, and I suppose Peter Fitzpatrick, in fairness to them, he's d- done uh, a lot of positive things since he came in, and, and uh, I suppose number one was getting Mickey Hart involved, and then obviously now keeping him on and extending this on. So, uh, look, there's no doubt about it, soccer and, and, and uh, you know, a bit of rugby as well in mm. the big towns and Dundalk and Drogheda obviously have, a, have an input. But I think loud football at the minute is... Uh, is, and I suppose Mickey coming in has made that a major difference. That the, the, the support is indicated, there's a great GA network in in Loud, and the club football will be strong and loud. The players are there, and it's definitely on the off at the minute. So uh, long may it last that way, and hopefully we get across the line on Sunday and things will even improve further.
0: And you need the kids of today to, you know, aspire to be players for Loud tomorrow, and you know maybe go to Wicklow or obviously go to. You're playing Carlow on the twenty fourth of April. Go along and see see these players, and maybe you know what Mickey Hart has done, and aspire to play for Loud in the future. Wear the red jersey.
2: Absolutely, John. You know that's that's where we want to be at. And I think, in fairness, like back in we we would have played in Division Two, Division One in 2006, 2007, 2008. Uh We were obviously in Division Two again in two thousand and twelve, and. This Is where the lads need to be if they're going to be competing with the Dublins and, and the team, the high teams in Leinster. Obviously, you've seen Killaire this year as well doing really well in Division One, so you need to be probably playing Division One, Division Two football to be able to compete on the provincial status. So, uh, th- this will only kind of bode well for Leinster campaign. And I suppose at the end of the day, now if we can get promotion, the lads will throw the shackles off and really go at it for the Leinster campaign. Obviously, yeah, you, 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 you uh, we're playing Carlo. uh, and then obviously, if you get across the line again, Carlo, you'll be playing Calair, So... Massive test lie ahead, but I suppose promotion is the key now for Loud, obviously, to get back to Division 2 and get back playing, again, the the counties that are really uh, pushing in their provinces and getting back and up in the standards on that front, you know.
0: And you mentioned those heady days. We're talking 15 years ago now. We all know the way the Leinster Championship has become, but are you as kind of inspired as many people are by, you know, some of the results this year, particularly, obviously, Kildare and the the Kildare-Dublin game, some of the resurgence of some of these counties in the province?
2: Ah, absolutely, Johnny. Like at the end of the day, like you have to kind of look at it and see that, uh, you know, you have to start somewhere, and you have to really get back to like Dublin started uh, in a position where they weren't winning all Ireland's from nineteen ninety five to two thousand eleven. Uh, so when you see the likes of Clare pushing back to Division One and being really competitive, drawn with drawn with Kerry, and um, obviously the Dublin game as well, going uh right down to the wire. Like you have a situation there where now they are going to compete this year. You've obviously seen the strides I suppose Mead have made. West Mead have got to a couple of Leinster finals. Uh, you, you have to strive to get to them standards, and you have to, try to strive to get back to that level of Dublin. Obviously, people are saying they're on the wing down, but you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know with that. Leicester Championship will tell a lot in this. Uh, maybe league form is what we should be looking into in regard to Dublin. But uh, it's definitely an opportunity now for uh, teams like loud to probably get into that bracket and start competing in Leinster. You know, and, and uh, that's probably from a Leed perspective. We need to be at, We need to start getting back to maybe Leicester semi-finals, Leicester finals. And uh, with the crop that's there at the minute We're hoping that uh, the the, the age profile is really good There's a nice blend between experience and youth And we'd be hoping that maybe we could push In the same light that Calair have gone in
0: Yeah, and I suppose the wider context as well It looks like a hell of a championship in store, doesn't it? I mean, what might have been a one or two horse race in the past I mean, you could kind of make a case for six or seven nearly now In some shape or form Yeah,
2: absolutely I think it's going to be a massive championship this year I think it's the makings of a Top class championship because when you look at the obviously one uh, team can only come out of All Star and you've probably four or five teams that's neck and neck at the minute. So if you look at the qualifiers this year, I think they're going to be amazing to see who comes out of it into the All Ireland quarter final. Like you could see, you know, a Kerry again, a monaghan or a Kerry Donegal in a, in an All Ireland quarter final. Uh, and you know, there's there, there's nothing to say what way them those games could go. Like so, I think when we get the All Ireland quarter finalist uh, stage this year, I think the games are going to be really high stakes and you know i wouldn't be surprised to see somebody coming out of the blue this year to to surprise us all and maybe get to an all ireland final and possibly even win it
0: and it must be so inspiring as well for those loud players to be really really like just so enthusiastic about playing for their county because as you know yourself years and years go by where the the ambitions are difficult the reality is that you know you're going to have a short summer training is hard and i guess like you really a player at that level you want some sort of light at the end of the tunnel don't you which loud have had
2: Absolutely, yeah. No, in fairness, like the obviously the Leinster Champions has been wrapped up the last number of years. Obviously, Dublin are, are miles ahead of everybody, and that, that door was closed. And then the qualifiers come about. But I seen ourselves back in two thousand six. We got to the two thousand five. We got to the last round of qualifiers before the All Ireland Quarter Final, and we went through four or five games, winning on the trot. And you know, we we travelled a bit. We had a couple of home games, and then obviously we played um Monaghan in Brayfield Park. We lost out, but. As you gather momentum, it really kind of stands to you, and then obviously you can build on that for the following season. So, you know, it's it's massive to be able to go and get this um this run, and uh, you're you're hopeful that now, obviously, loud competing in the Sam Maguire this year, that you know, depending on how the Leicester Championship goes, we can obviously go and have a good long summer. And uh, I think it's brilliant the way it's working out this year in regard to the structure and that. And mm. you're coming off the back of a league, and you're straight into championship, and. You know, teams are red hot fit and are ready for action and uh, it's it's really gonna be an enthralling championship I think this year.
0: Oh, absolutely, and um just before we finish up as well, what can you say about Mickey Hart? All the years in Tyrone and to take what was obviously a step down to go to a county like Loud, now signing a new contract, keeping him there for the foreseeable and he just I don't know, does he seem as hungry as ever? Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: Like I was chatting him after the game on Sunday and and he still has the passion, he still has the every bit of uh, spirit in him that he that he had throughout his time with Tyrone and you know the passion he's brought to Lourdes has been fantastic and you know you, you have to commend him for that I still have the hunger after so many years to have won so many and played at the highest or sorry managed at the highest of his game and you know won three All-Irelands with Tyrone and numerous Ulster titles to come to Loud and really give all his passion and uh, along with Gavin Devlin like the lads have really increased the standards and, and it's a phenomenal from loud point of view to, to get um mickey in obviously his, his relation and in, in, in Loud, his sister was actually from Knockbridge, which isn't far from darver which would be the air training ground uh, so there is a bit of a link there in loud and um what he's brought to loud football has just been amazing like obviously coming in through the COVID and the pandemic in 2012 winter 2020 he joined us and uh you know last year was a little bit of disruption obviously with the pandemic and with crowds not being available to go to games but this year, like, the crowd really got behind him and people have come out in their numbers and uh, he's kind of brought that buzz back to the yeah. whole county and, and we're really looking forward now, obviously, to the summer that lies ahead. and Obviously, a massive game on Sunday now again, uh, Wicklow and Ockham, and the That's... lads obviously just need to look ahead to that and get over the line there, but finally, what Mickey's brought to the county has been fantastic.
0: Finally, and very briefly on that, like you, you, I'm sure you, even as an ex-player, you will get a great kick out of, you know, the, the cheers from a loud crowd going into Ockham for a game that matters so much like that and hopefully a victory if you do it.
2: Absolutely, Johnny. Yeah, no. Like, a uh, you can see it where the game was actually on in in RD the last day, and the crowd that came out it was a beautiful day for a game, and the Loud lads played really well again in Antrim, and they have a really good system. Obviously, they're playing the transition game that Mickey would have played with Tyrone for a lot of years, and um, you know, the buzz is back. Like, you can see the young kids walking around in their Loud jerseys mm-hmm. and looking for photographs of all the main players, and you know, it's brilliant to see that back because like it's been a long while since it has been back in Loud. There's been a, a few tough years, obviously going through Division Four and Division Three, and uh, you know, we, we got relegated a few years ago, but to get the back to back promotions, uh, if we can get it on Sunday, it will be massive. And it'll only look forward, as you said earlier on, to inspire all the younger generation to be wearing the loud jersey again and seeing the flags out as well is great. So it's, it's something really look forward and And uh, it's, it's a brilliant achievement, obviously, to get Mickey into the county. And, and we look forward to now another three years of him. He's here till 2025, which is a major plus as well for all the younger players as part of the panel. Like he blooded an awful lot of chaps throughout the. Uh, a born Cup uh, who may, maybe haven't seen a whole pile of league action but obviously the, the the plan might be for the next couple of years to integrate them fellas that's part of the extended panel um, mm. so the, the structures are put in place like he's put an awful lot of professionalism into the training ground we have a fantastic training ground down in Davar um, and Mickey's established a lot of professionalism down there in regard to nutrition and you know the, the, the parts that go with the game that maybe weren't um, in loud before he came along so yeah, it's definitely a major plus, and things are looking on the up for the weekend. The anyway, Johnny.
0: Thanks a million for your time, Darren. Enjoy Sunday. Thanks, Johnny. Take out. OTB Sports in partnership with AIB,
2: proud sponsors of the football, hurling, and camogie All Ireland Club Championships.
0: Yeah, and we have uh, Willie Mullins coming up uh, later on in the show, uh, talking to him about his 10 winners at Cheltenham. Now, before the break, we obviously spoke about Loud's prospects of getting into Division 2 uh, with Darren Clark. Uh, it's quite the opposite here, and I was going to talk to former Ireland winner Paddy Kelly uh, about Cork's prospects of potentially going back to uh, Division 3. How are you, Paddy? I'm good, yeah. Not so bad, yeah. What's what's the, the thought process among Cork's, Cork's fans at the moment after the year that you've had? Yeah, look, I guess the start of the
1: season with a new management and, um, you know, a fair few lads after either leaving the panel or being dropped off the panel, um, you know, you wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have been expecting a promotion. I think it was fairly obvious, Vision 2 was Gene Gall by Derry and Roscommon, um, you know, relegation was always likely to be on the cards, a battle at least, and that it came down to the last three games against Meade down in Offaly was, was kind of expected. Um, obviously, it's far from ideal, you know, having to play away from home. It's awfully needing needing a draw to survive, but look, that's where we are, and um, it's probably where we deserve to be. Um, you know, if you if you did write the teams, Cork, you might argue might be a place maybe above it, maybe possibly too, but that's about it. So, um, look, it's no surprise uh, Cork were down there a couple of years ago. Relegated three or four years ago as well, so unfortunately, it's not um, uncharted territory for
0: us. Obviously, Keith Ricken coming in, a lot of um, kind of expectation and I suppose goodwill uh, in Cork football. Is it a, is it a case that you know it's a transitional period?
1: Yeah, look, unfortunately that transitional period has been used a lot in the last <laughs> uh, decade or so. But uh, look, it definitely is. Look, the new management came in. I don't think anyone, any of the selectors, are stayed on from from the previous setup. So. Like I know they, they put a huge amount of effort into, into trials and bringing, you know, up to 60, 70 lads into a training panel at one stage back in the winter. So, um look, it's very difficult There's, as well as that. You have a few few key injuries at the moment, like Sean Paul has been out, Sean Meadon's been out, Liam O'Donovan's out, um, the Bars lads were laid back. So there was a lot of factors that kind of played into to, to Cork's struggles this year. Um Look, Inter-Casino in inter- is a huge step up. Um I think I saw we've used... We've used 33 players in the league in six league games already this year, and 15 of those are debutants. So that kind of tells you um, how inexperienced this, this group are. Um, so to expect any more than what we've got so far, I think, would have been unrealistic.
0: And in, in that context, and obviously that's that's uh, in, in keeping with Keith's background, obviously, if, if you were to stay in Division 2, then, you, you know, it's almost would it almost be a successful year so far looking to the bigger picture of the future?
1: Yeah, look, I wouldn't say it's a success, but it's it's probably maybe powerful course. Maybe you think mm. um staying in in Division Two uh with the Talpton Cup and all that comes with it as well was the main aim. Um I don't think I don't think a promotion to division one was ever on the cards and I don't think it would have been I don't think it would be helpful either because I don't think we'd be ready for that level yet next year either so staying in Division 2 would be huge um, you know going out to Division 3 for Cork I think a couple of years ago when we went down you know it was far too easy for Cork I'm not sure it benefits you, you too much if, you're, yeah. if your level is a bit above that it's, it's all well and good you know you're saying you'll, you'll win most of them or all of them um, I don't think it. it benefits lads when they're playing at a level maybe below them no again not not to be, be arrogant or be above ourselves because I don't think we, we can uh, we have those liberties in cork but um i do think it's vital to stay in division two um the competitive games because look cork should never be too far away from the top table but um i think we are where we are because that is our level at the moment and, and it's just it, it will take time um and, and keith and the lads know that but it's just look there's no quick fix you can't you can't magically make young lads physically able for the senior to county um, and, and all the tactical stuff that goes with it too. So, look, it's it's tough going for them. I've seen them at home a few, three times this year and, and watched a couple of league games away on TV. And, look, they're, 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 um there's teams that are far better in than Corp. in division two at the moment, but you'd hope that there's two teams that were better than it. And, and down is certainly one of them, and hopefully Offley will be as well come um, Sunday.
0: What's the interest levels like at the moment? I suppose it's often talked about Cork footballers um, don't always really get kind of the, the people going in the county and um, obviously last year was disappointing but is there hope for the future?
1: Uh, yeah, like I suppose look, Cork will always football will always play a second fiddle to the hurling given the, the success of the past and, and the interest in hurling is, is definitely far more I was at the game against Down there on Sunday like and the, the attendance was, was fairly poor um, again look there's, there's an issue there in terms of a lot of a lot of the football base we down west and you know it's yeah. a fair track up from from anywhere beyond County like right? so you tend not to get that, that that massive attendance up there um look the interest is always there the like, Cork's a huge county with huge paying numbers um but and look we've had plenty of success at underage you know we've been all Ireland um a couple of years ago with 20 all Ireland only a couple of years ago too so like but again look that doesn't guarantee success like there's a huge there's a huge jump from from playing underage to senior and there's um, like tactically everything just everything is so different like it's a different it's a different sport I can even see it going back playing club like playing senior into county is just on a different level completely and um, Cork just haven't managed to keep a a consistent group together there's just been so much shocking and changing and that's natural when you're when you're not being successful you're always going to be changing teams and and management and all that, but it just um you, you look on because I suppose that maybe a team like armagh I suppose are stuck with McGee, you know they never they didn't slip to the, the depths um maybe we we've slipped slipped to but you know that consistency over over five, six, seven years uh, of bringing that through, and they're reaping the rewards now. But it's a uh, it's a hard stage for the Cork from at the moment because you know it's um, they're they're, I say they're out of debt, but they're certainly struggling to stay at Division Two level.
0: Do you think they're enjoying it under Keith, nonetheless? Look, you, you never you never enjoy losing
1: like in Cork. Have last last trade um, six one, our last four one one drawn one. Mm. So look, intercounty is is horrible when you're losing. Like the the amount of time you put in in terms of. The gym work and I know i know they do video and in their own games and they do video in the opposition games as well separately. Um, you know, it's massive, massive time consuming, and all you get is when you lose is grief, is you know, you can't but avoid the talk and the, the criticism. Um I wouldn't be too critical of the group at the moment. Like, I mean it's I was the Galway game, like it a Division One side, they're, they're they're streets ahead of what I can see of division two teams. Claire, like we drew a clear at home. Um, that could have gone either way. Now I know Claire were they held back their their three lads were playing you well at the time. Um and then the games away from home up, Derry and Ross Collins were completely outclassed. Me, the last I thought was very disappointing, or two two games ago. Like I thought that was a game we could have gone up and got something from. Um, but look, no, Keith will get time because look, there's, there's there was no other ready-made replacement for for Ronald McCarthy when he stepped away. Uh Bobby Dwyer is kind of with the twenties, so now Bobby was in for the senior job as well. He he, he won the alarm the the minus a couple of years ago. You know, the the likelihood is that in a couple of years whenever keith steps aside that and his team will maybe step forward and you'd hope that there's you know some continuity there but um yeah look it's 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 fine at, at underage like you see very little tactical stuff under 20 level you know it's been to a lot of those games and it, it's very open it's very much the old style 15 and 15 and that's why we love watching them whereas mm. like senior like the last you know the dumb game was was a hard watch like you know you've double sweepers and you've everything kickouts being conceded and just constantly just working the ball up slowly facing mass defence it's yeah, I, it I don't, a different ball
0: game I know like you were a very athletic player yourself for your size in, in your day but I mean it is a big year for Gaelic football isn't it we have the Talchon Cup coming in this year it looks like we have a far more open championship but like it's been written about extensively we, we don't we, we, like you can't take the game for granted in the sense of that sort of style that you mentioned in the down game people just won't watch us longer term
1: no, and like again, look, I I consider myself, uh, you know, obsessed with football. I watch it, watch any any sort of level or any quality game. But the, the way the game has gone, look, that that's that's the way it is. Fellas are so athletic, and tactics have developed so much that lads are, are you know, it's not just the wing back going forward, working back anymore. It's it's far more far more defence than that. No, the better teams, I do think, you see, in Division One are, are are more expansive, and and they've realised that. Look, you can't just go to contain teams. I think cork the last against down it was probably a reaction to to losing to be so 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 well that they, they kind of said look we need to bring a couple of extra men back and that kind of and down were similar to be fair so look when you see when your teams were losing a lot they're going to go back to the easiest thing which is you know flood the defense um that's kind of a short-term fix to maybe a, a bigger problem but um yeah look as a spectacle look if you were to show that cork down game you wouldn't have too many people sticking with it if they were neutrals and that's the fear that um, you know that the quality of football on show at times is 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 not great given the defensive stuff. But uh, look, the Celtic Cup is something new. It's something that we can't afford to say we're, we're too good for. Um, yeah. There's a it's a strange one like, because you think like if Cork if Cork do survive, we you know we play Kerry in the semi final. The odds are look, Kerry will, will beat Cork. Um, we might get one game in the qualifier for Sam um you know, I'm not sure we'll be able to win more than one. But the Talton Cup might give you three or four games. You might you might be successful, and that might give you a bit of springboard for next year. So,
0: yeah. Can I ask um, you on that, Paddy? Because like you're you're probably quite well placed to answer this. If you were a Cork footballer right now, would you have that? A lot of people have this kind of attitude to towards the Tallaght Cup, or would you look at it as a positive thing in terms of what it could bring you next into next year?
1: Yeah. Look. Look. The, the championship reform is is a totally different um, debate. Like I do think this year is a bit of a stranger, given that it's not going to be the same format as as. As from next year on, mm. I think I think it's almost it's almost going to creep in. You know, um, look, car like even if Cork makes, let's say the Agüero qualifier, we survive, we lose to Kerry we go play up the country in a qualifier. Like our our attendance will be will be very low anyway. Yeah, um, you know, in terms of an interest in terms of the TV view, view, viewing, look, um, Cork people are, are casual sports fans. They, they watch they watch football, no doubt. There will be no appetite for the captain Cup I'd say from from the fan from the, the fair. But that's, that's not to say you know, the had Cup isn't a good thing. You know, I, I would I would relate it to our own country championships here. Like we condensed our country championships no down to there's only 12 premier senior teams. Mm. You know, we had 19 and it was just, it was you know, it was easily 7 or 8 or 9 teams that were not up to it. But all of a sudden, now you've got competitive grades and it makes for far more interesting viewing. I think the Atlantic Cup will become that. Um, but uh, look for Cork, that's not where we want to be and that's no disrespect to the competition. You know, the size yeah. of our population and our history—it's—it's—it's it's, it's not where we should be. But uh, that is unfortunately our, our level at the moment.
0: John Mahon's in the game a long time, um, obviously orchestrating a, a renewal of uh, Offaly football as well. Cork are favourites in 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 uh, Tullamore, but only marginal favourites. How do you call it?
1: Yeah, look, I uh, walked we'll to have seen uh much of Offaly uh, this year about the highlights. Like obviously their 20s at it. Maybe Cork last year in the semi-final, um, which would have been. Well, like I said, unexpected at the same time, they, they looked very good in Leinster as well. So, um, look, there's huge pressure on Cork, I think, uh, up in up in Tullamore for Offaly, like, I know it's a cliche with the home advantage and stuff, it has to come for something. Um, I do think Tomas O'Shea's presence there, like, he'll know he a fair bit about Cork. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's just four or five Nemo lads involved, he, he, he'd know a bit about them um, and, and he would have watched games, I'm sure, uh, here. So, like, Look, Harken need a draw. That's all we need to, to get over the line. Um, you take that. Oh, look, I wouldn't go up. I wouldn't be looking at yeah. it with, with massive confidence transfer. Um, I think we'll go up fairly defensive, similar to how we were against Down. Just because I don't think we, you know, we shipped too many scores when we weren't playing. Well, let's say when we were more playing a more expansive game with maybe joining extra one extra defender covering. We we you know we got we cleaned out against Gal against Mead. So. Mm. The extra defenders is a necessity. I think after the game is off, if you survive that, you can develop maybe tactics to be a bit more expansive. I think there's six weeks of time play Kerry. But, um, you know, like in Sunday, I think it'll be I think it'll be fairly door up front. We've seen in Charlotte, Brian Hurley, and Kyle O'Maney, who, who will do wreck between them um, if they get ball. Um But, uh, look, if I was call, I think Cork will get over the line. But that's that's speaking without having seen mm-hmm. a huge amount of awfully, um, I'd be very very nervous for Park
0: for Sunday. It sounds like your dog wants to come on the show. And if if you were to ask your dog who wins the football or Ireland this year, what would he say? Um,
1: yeah. Look, if it's as you said at the start. There, I think it is one of the most open and interesting uh, championships to date. Are Dublin uh, fooling us? That, excuse me.
0: Are Dublin kind of playing fools of us? No, I don't think so. Look, I think there's definitely something missed
1: there. Uh, I think the over from from um, Jim Gavin's reign to, to Desi Farrell's reign I think just a couple of things last year and think Kluxen going is is absolutely huge and mm. that's no respect to, to for Bush. just more than what he brings on the pitch just the overall thing now obviously look there's lads coming back like James McCarthy back the last day they, they'll get back to a higher level than they've shown but I still think you've got Kerry you've got Tyrone Mayo as always and Dublin I think Galway I think, after that, I think, that's, I think that's the four I don't think anyone else really realistic to say have a have a realistic chance to,
0: not even Galway
1: no, I saw them against Cork, and like Cork scored what they scored two sixteen maybe against them. Mm. Um, they're impressive. Like they have the forwards. You know, it's not just Homer and um, Shane Walsh was unbelievable. That like they, you know, they have a decent strong midfield. Um, again, they look like you know NUIG. They had a lot of lads there, the the, the Kellys and stuff like that. Um, they do look like they're coming, but um, I would say that would be a huge, a huge uh, jump for them to come from Division Two. No, to be fair, I was looking last year, like, they were in the, the mini group there with Dublin, Kerry and Roscommon and then lost the, the relegation playoff to, to Monin was in the late cold next mm. time. So, like, they're definitely, they're definitely a division one team that level. I mean, just one to slip down. I still think they might be fifth. They might be in that bracket with, with Donny Gall and maybe Armagh, but I think is look, if you're 14 to come in all Ireland, I don't even realistically Absolutely. expect any more than that in any given year um,
0: Absolutely. to call
1: it. I think look, Kerry Kerry are coming strong, but we've been saying that now for three or four years since since Clifford and Sean O'Shea came on the scene and they've fallen up they've fallen short in a few big games. So um look the smart money would still be on the doves to come back and win it. But um at least look we're saying there's there's four genuine contenders which should make for a good summer.
0: I agree with you. Thanks a million, Patty. No else answer. Yeah, that was uh, Paddy Kelly Gaelic football and off the ball is in partnership with AIB, a proud sponsors of the GA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag The Toughest for more. Up next, the great WP Mullins on Friday night racing.
1: OTB Sports in partnership
2: with AIB, proud sponsors of the football, hurling, and camogie All Ireland Club Championships.